Um, okay, so talked a lot about things you can't say. So the Chavetz Chaim is going to talk now about two situations in which it is permissible for a person to go, not just to say something negative about somebody else, but to even go uh, fishing for information about them. So the first situation he talks about, what happens if you see an individual, there's a person that you know, um, and they are displaying midos, behaviors that you are not interested in. And now only are you not interested in them, those behaviors, but you want to make sure that your children or someone you know or whatever it is, it does not get involved with such a person because if they do, they're going to be negatively influenced by such a person. I'm sure any of us who is, have the zuchos to be a parent. So we know there are sometimes you have to tell our kids, you know, that's not somewhere I want you to hang out. There's something that, that they do things that a certain way over there, but we don't do that over here. Right? And you have to sometimes explain to your children to be mechanich them that there are certain ways that we act and certain ways that we don't act. So he writes, um, if someone sees Yesh Adam see something really negative about that person. Uh, he says to tell, to your child, or tell your students. You don't hang out with that person because I don't want you to learn from, learn from them. Why is that? Same rule. Right? What's the Isra of Lashon Hara? My intention, my kavana is to say something negative to hurt that individual, to hurt their reputation. I, I may, in the, in, by saying such a thing, I may talk or hurt their reputation in this case, right? I'm going to tell my kids, I don't want you to go to that person's house because I don't like, like what goes on over there. So you are. That what's going to happen is you will hurt their reputation in front of your child or in front of your student or whatever, whoever it is that you're trying to influence. And what's going to end up happening, it's going to, it's going to have that effect. However, since your kavana, since your intention in that case is not to hurt the person, your intention is to help the other person, so that's not considered Lashon Hara. However, he points out such an important thing. Such an important thing. He says, if you're going to teach your child a lesson or teach someone their individual lesson, you have to be very explicit about what you're doing and how this works in Isla Lashon Hara. He says, otherwise, your kids are going to think you're hypocrites. Because you tell them all the time, no Lashon Hara. There must be Lashon Hara at this table. We don't, talk Lashon, we don't speak about negative things about people. And then you come out and you say something so negative about something. You say, what's, Dad, what's going on? Mom, you tell me always not to talk that way. What's happening? So what do you have to say to them? Let me explain something to you. Lashonar is forbidden. You know that we don't talk Lashonar in our house. However, the Chavetz Chaim writes in the Sefer that it's permissible in this case, and he explained in the Halacha that it's permissible to speak Lashonar in this case, and it's not concerned Lashonar. Why? Because I'm not intending to hurt that person. I'm not trying to say negative things about them. I'm trying to help you. My intention is to, is to protect you from, from negative things. So therefore, in that situation, it is permissible to, to say the negative thing about another person, even though it's the truth. And if, I, if my intention was to hurt them, it would be Lashonar. Because my intention is to guard my child or somebody else who could be easily influenced by this person, so that would be, that would be permissible. Obviously, you have to be careful. You have to know what your kavanas are, to know what you're, really, what you're really intending to do. That's number one. Number two, what if I want to get involved in, in business with somebody? Or what if someone wants to set up my child with that person to get married? That person's child to, to, to make a shidduch? What if that person, I want to get involved, uh, I want us to buy a house from them? Whatever, whatever the example is. Right? What if I want to hire somebody as my, uh, you know, as to, to do, uh, you know, to work on my house or to be my lawyer or to be whatever it is. And I want to find out about that individual. Not only is it permissible to, like we said, sometimes to say something about somebody else, it's permissible even to go, says the Chavaz Chaim, to go find people who know this person and ask questions. What do you know about this person X, Y, or Z? What can you tell me about their work? What can you tell me about this child? What can you tell me about 
this family, etc. You want to find out information, it's permissible to go and ask. And says the Chavetz Chaim, but you should be very, very careful. And that, so sometimes you say, you know what I would rather do? I want to be really sneaky. I'm not going to tell them why I'm asking. I'm just going to, ask. I'm just going to like slide in and ask the question so they'll be really honest with me, right? Says the Chavetz Chaim, that you can't do. Why is that? Because it's not only is the issue of you asking the information, requesting Lashonara, but what's going to happen also, it could be potential if naiver. I'm asking that person to speak Lashonara to me. So if, if I don't tell them why, and I try to trick them to just tell me, Mamash Lashonara, so great, I got the information I wanted, but now what? What was their kavana? Their kavana was to tell me something juicy. So now they violated Lashonara. But if I start from the beginning and say, here's the reason I'm asking you, can you please give me the information? Obviously, I'm asking you, Litoelas, I'm asking you just to tell me because I need to know, and not to, not to hurt this person, etc. So when the person responds, they'll respond with Kavana Litoelas to help. And in that scenario, it can be permissible. It's a fascinating thing to see how the, the definition, literally, someone's asking me after Shulah today, literally, the definition of Lashon Har, whether something is or isn't, depends so much on what's going on in here, what I'm thinking about. And that's why, and, and so much of the conversation has to be. If you're navigating within the halachos, and you know the halachos, you've heard this before, right? The Chavetz Chaim didn't not talk. The Chavetz Chaim is a very talkative person. You just have to know how, how to navigate it. When you know the halachos, you say to somebody, here's the deal. I don't want to violate the halacha, but we want to get the information. And you have that conversation. If you have this conversation with our children, conversation with our friends, conversation with them professionally, and we say we want to talk in a way to get information, to, to get the information we need to be successful in life. But nevertheless, you can do it in a way that you make sure you're following the halacha, you can have your cake from the